Hello, hello. Welcome to the Seven Strong Podcast. I am your host, Holly Hillier, a retired six-figure corporate engineer, mom to three crazy boys, and CEO of Seven Strong. I went from burnt-out corporate engineer to stay-at-home mom boss, building multiple businesses and life-changing income from my kitchen table. My passion is helping other female entrepreneurs create magnetic marketing and scalable systems so you too can create the time and financial flexibility to live your dream life. Ready? Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the 7 Strong Podcast. I'm excited for today's episode because today we are just diving into exactly what I needed to know about nine months ago. And that was the reason your account isn't growing on Instagram right now. And I should even put like a little asterisk. The reason your account isn't growing on Instagram right now asterisk and you feel like you're doing all the things. This is where I was. I was following every Instagram guru's advice. I was consistent. Y'all, I mean, consistent to the point where literally almost a decade of posting every single day. Like that started on Facebook. And then when I moved over to Instagram, I was posting every single day consistently. And I wasn't growing. My account, the Holly Hillier account was stuck around 40,000, which is amazing, except it was stuck there for two years. Now, I was able to sustain a seven-figure business, even being stuck. And this is really the power of Instagram because I would lose followers and then gain them. So I knew that something was working because I was gaining a few followers, but I was also losing them. And I knew that those followers were then becoming clients. So my messaging must be right. And I just couldn't figure out the missing link. I was talking with a one-on-one client and it was right before she signed up. And she was like, Holly, I just need you to like, tell me what to do. Come in, look at my account and just tell me, I'll do whatever you tell me to do. And I was like, yes, I feel that. I feel that so deeply, this, this frustration with, I feel like I'm doing all the things and nothing's happening. And so I looked back and really, I mean, I love that like, There's plenty of Instagram gurus out there who can, you know, be like, I'm going to teach you this and this. And I'm like, I'm going to tell you exactly where I was and how I started growing again and how I've grown by a hundred thousand followers in nine months and how I'm growing a second small account by 50 followers per day and how I'm doing this with all the ideal clients and earning income from Instagram and from finding these ideal clients. And this is all doable no matter what size account you have. Again, I love that I can be like, hey, look, I had a larger account that was stuck. I got it unstuck and I've seen insane growth. Hey, look, I have a brand new account that I pretty much just started posting to again. And I'm gaining 50 ideal clients per day and getting opt-ins and getting email addresses. And so this isn't like do as I say, not as I do. It's literally like, this is what's working right now. And this is exactly what's working for my clients as well. And we have a million case studies on exactly this. So the very first thing that I have my clients look at is 
look at your feed and truly ask yourself, are you micro niche enough? And does your feed illustrate that? And illustrate's a really important word because we don't have time for people to click into our content. They need to be able to see it like right from the get-go. And a lot of people say, yes, I'm totally like totally micro niche. And here's what I see most often in my, in my community when I do our Instagram audits. So I see a lot of women who are like, I'm a mom and my ideal client is a mom as well. And so I want to share that part of my life so she identifies with me. And Instagram has changed so much. A few years ago, you could be like that mommy blogger. People want to follow other moms. They wanted to feel like they weren't alone and they could identify with someone out there. Most of your ideal clients have already found those mommy bloggers that they that they follow, that they identify with, and they have millions of followers already. Unless you are truly trying to build a business based on being a mommy blogger, being an influencer, like just putting up, you know, links and building a business as an influencer, an affiliate type business, which is totally great, but If you are someone who has created your own product or you align with a company where you're selling a certain product, then you don't necessarily want to be that mommy blogger. And so if you're looking at your account and you see like a ton of photos, and this was me, this was me, literally like a bunch of photos of like me and my kids. And yes, in the caption, it was 100% like relating back to my ideal client and her problems and how we could connect. But if you went to my feed, like you wouldn't know that. You would just see a photo of me and my kids. They, My ideal client wouldn't know why to click in that, right? It wouldn't tell them, hey, here's three tips for busy moms to lose weight. Here's three summer snacks I take for my kids to lose weight. Right. And so you can see the difference. There's a photo of me. And then there's one that literally is telling my ideal client, hey, click here. I'm going to solve your problem. And that, that piece, I'm going to solve your problem. That piece is, it is everything. And so go look at your account. And if you were to scan your feed, ask yourself, do I know why I would follow this person? And here's the really beautiful part of this. So I used to get the objection a lot. You know, I don't know how to build on Instagram. Like I want to speak to the mom, but I don't want to post photos of my children. Well, you don't have to. I can talk about being a mom. I can talk about, you know, let's give examples from both my businesses. Very different, right? So one of them is a... In the end, I help people lose weight, right? I help moms, postpartum moms lose weight. That's in the end, that's what I do. And so in that business, I don't need to show my children. I literally say, I, you know, as a mom to three boys who's lost 47 pounds on her postpartum weight loss journey, X, Y, Z. Literally just using the words as a mom to three boys helps you relate to an ideal client. Postpartum helps you relate to an ideal client. I don't need to show my children at all. And as soon as I hear those words, they identify with me. They don't need to like 
know my children or love my children to buy a weight loss program from me. And so I think it's really important if you've been building on Instagram for a while that you realize like you don't need to post photos of your children. You don't need to be that mommy blogger. You need to be the expert. And I even want to be careful using the word expert because expert, you know, you can still be on your journey and do this too, right? You're only an expert in terms of like you're one step ahead of that ideal client. So you could still be, say, like on a weight loss journey and sharing and what what you have to sell, right? You, you can be on your weight loss journey and saying, buy this from me. And you don't have to say, I've lost 47 pounds because the woman at home saying, I need to lose weight. She doesn't even know there's a product that can help her lose weight. So that's where you're like one step ahead. You're like, oh my gosh, I was you. I needed to lose weight. I didn't know how to do it. Well, there's a product out there now. And you'd be like, this, this has helped me, right? And I'm on my journey, but so far, this is why I'm using this. So don't let the word expert really make you take a step back from posting as well. So that let go of the like mommy blogger, if you're holding on to that, know that you yourself and the language you use, including in your bio, can speak enough to that part of your ideal client that you don't need to share photos of your family, nor should you. Now, I mentioned my health and fitness business. So in Seven Strong, I use the language a lot that I help women grow and scale their social media so that they can sell while being present with their families. So they can spend less time on the app and more time with their families. I don't need to show my kids. I recently did a reel and I literally started it as a busy mom of three. I don't have hours to spend creating content. They didn't need to see my kids. I literally said as a busy mom of three and they identified with me. So again, just a reminder and a reframe for you that you don't need to like show that part of your life. You need to be that expert and you need to be providing value in in your feed. Now, if that's not an issue for you, the other piece that I see where like women are not micronation, this is actually the client that the one-on-one client that I just brought on. I was like, what are you selling? Like what, what you do marketing? Like, I don't understand what are you selling? She was like, the problem is I kind of have three different ideal clients. And I was like, well, no wonder I'm confused. You really do have to pick one ideal client and you need to pick one product or one lane, again, that micro niche lane that you're bringing that ideal client in with. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't have other arms of your business. And this is where getting together and creating that like ascension plan and how you move people through your products. I do that a lot with my one-on-one clients. But if you are speaking to like three different ideal clients, so in this case, you know, she was speaking to some like B2B, B2C, and like CEOs. Like I'm like, these are, this is very different, like very, very different. So we had to really define who are we speaking to on our social media, on Instagram, who do you want? And I think this is really important also to note, you know, I had this Holly Hillier account that I have it, that I've, you know, been building for for years and years and years. And it has over 100,000 followers. I don't use that for Seven Strong. That is a wellness account. And yes, 
I've built it a lot around personal branding. The people there know me. They know like trust has been built there, but it has nothing to do with social media. And now can you switch an account and get access to it, right? Well, I've, I've shifted lanes a hundred percent. You can be like, all right, well, I'm not going to talk about wellness anymore. And I'm going to switch to talking about social media. You can do that. You can expect to lose a lot of people. You can expect it to take some time to start growing in your new ideal client because they need to see the value in your Instagram. That's got to kind of work its way up, but you can make the switch for me. I want to have both businesses. So I've got a wellness business that, that runs, it's attracting ideal wellness clients. And then I have an Instagram growth business that is attracting my ideal clients over there. They're not one and the same. They are different ideal clients. They are different things that I sell. And so you really have to be cognizant of what am I selling and how am I separating that? Am I speaking to more than one ideal client? So another piece of this is, when, whenever I do Instagram audits, like the first question I'm like, okay, so you like help women. Like I have a lot of like makeup clients, but I help women gain, gain confidence or like gain energy or like, like, I'm like, is that what they're saying at home? Right. So like in weight loss, like I just want more energy. Okay. Some of them are saying that, but for my client who needs to lose 50 pounds, they're not like, I just want more energy. They're like, I've got to lose the weight. And these may be things they're only saying to themselves, but this is where you really got to study your ideal client. And so you need to address that problem. You need to really ask yourself, what is the problem, the one problem that your ideal client keeps running through their head? And are you solving that for them on your Instagram? So in my society, we were doing Instagram audits and I had a client and I'm like, I love what she represents and her business, how she serves women. And in the end, she is 100% in the like weight loss field. Okay. Like she helps women lose weight or get stronger, but she sells fitness and nutrition programs. Okay. Like in the end, that's what she sells. And I want you to boil what you sell down to something like that simple. So in the end, that, that's what she sells. Now, her her brand and like her individual programs and how she serves women, she is a very faith-based brand. And so that is woven into her content. But as I was looking at her content, to me, it was a lot more just like inspirational. It was like very inspiring accounts, very like motivational and faith-based with like Bible quotes and all of that. That's amazing. I'm like, but are you selling? And she talked a lot about like morning routine, right? And this morning routine that she'd set up. And I was like, well, are you selling a morning routine? No. Okay. Are you selling a faith-based product? Mm, No. Like, you're not. Like, faith may be built into that, but that's not what you're you're selling. And as we dug deeper, her, she was like, my opt-in just like isn't converting. And her opt-in was a like morning journal faith-based kind of like morning journal. And so super powerful opt-in where they get it and they can like journal out, you know, it, it creates this morning routine for them. In the end, it creates a morning routine, helps them journal, which helps them clear their mind, which helps them set their day up for more success, which in the end then leads to their morning workouts. And, you know, a lot of weight loss is very mindset based. And so this, this morning journal, meditation, gratitude, affirmation practice 
is actually really tied very closely to weight loss and to getting the mindset they need. Okay, amazing. But your ideal client sitting at home is a busy mom who's really tired and needs to lose weight. Is she sitting at home saying, I really need a journaling exercise in the morning? I really need to wake up 10 minutes earlier so I can do some journaling. No. She's saying, I'm so busy. I'm so overwhelmed. I cannot figure out how to lose this weight. I cannot figure out how to lose the weight so I can gain more energy. Like, I'm stuck. So when you're like, join me and I'll give you some like, in the end, here's what she hears. I'll give you some more work to do. Your opt-in, your content it cannot sound like more work. It has to sound like it's solving someone's problem. And that's big. So I want you to back up, take that 10,000 foot look at just your feet. Is it a lot? Is it clear the problem that you solve on your feed? Do you solve step one? Like them coming in and be like, okay, that'll solve my problem for me. That's step one to solving my problem. Or are you asking them to do more work? Do they see what you're giving them as more work or do they see what you're giving them as a way to make their life easier and to solve their problem? And then overarching on that is, are you just speaking to one person? I mean, that has to be the micro niche and the one avatar. The avatar piece has to even come before the micro niche. You have to know who you're talking to. You have to know how she's feeling. Is she, what words is she saying? For me and like seven strong, a lot of my clients, like they're like, they don't believe that Instagram can work for them. They're wondering if they're wasting their time. They feel like there's a million things to do in their business. Is this, is this time well spent? Can this work for them? Is Instagram saturated? I know it's not. And I know it's my job to show them it's not and to show them how they can create content quickly so they can start seeing results quickly. And if I can help them start creating content quickly and see results quickly, then they're going to say, wow, where else could I take this account? Right? Now they're starting to believe that Instagram is that free top of funnel they keep hearing about that is like, it can unlock some incredible things in their business. So are you doing that in your content? Are you very clear who you're serving? Are you very clear when you look at your feed, how you're solving that problem? And then even in like opt-ins and, you know, your captions, are you asking them to do work that they don't really believe will solve their problem? We have to go back to like our day one. I think sometimes we get ahead of ourselves. Like we know mindset is tied to both business and weight loss. Like mindset's everything. Mindset's the base of everything. But if our ideal client doesn't think that or believe that, then selling mindset does nothing for us. We know it, but we're three steps ahead of our ideal client. Where were we when we first started looking for solutions to this problem? And then I really want you, again, this just leads back to your bio. So same questions. Does your ideal client feel like you're talking to them? Do they know the one main problem you solve for them? Again, they need to be walking around saying this to themselves. And this may be something they don't say out loud. Or maybe they do. Answer the public's a really, really great place where you can go find out what people are saying, what questions they're asking. And that is where you can go do market research. What is my ideal client really asking? What are their big objections around this? And how do I speak in that exact same language? This is really important as you're creating content as well, that it is connecting 
to your ideal client. I like to ask myself, if I was in my ideal client's home, what would I see? So if you had a video camera in their house, like what would you see in terms of like their frustration? So sometimes we, we, we think so much about internal, which of course we have to know, right? Internally, how do they feel? Tired, sluggish, whatever, whatever, frustrated, you know, they don't believe that it'll work. Like we must know all of that. But a lot of times we forget to look at the external. So externally in weight loss, my ideal client is so sick and tired of going to a closet and nothing fitting. Can you tell that story? Can you use those words? Because what happens now is she can see herself in that story and be like, yes. And when you put that front and center in your feed, your ideal client is now saying, oh my gosh, she totally gets me. She's going to click follow, not only because you say that, but because you give her step one for solving that problem. My ideal client in seven strong, if I look like externally, she is so sick of being on her phone all the time and feeling like she's scrolling, 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 and getting all the tips and tricks and nothing's working for her. She is so sick of what she feels like is a complete waste of time. And without a plan, it is. I can see her in her house. I can see her frustrated as her children are running around because she didn't get her post done. And she's like, I've got to get something up. I've got to get something up. And now she's frustrated. She hasn't gotten it up. She's stressed. She's anxious. Her kids are running around. She's not the mom she wants to be. She feels like she's the mom on her phone, but she knows she needs to get it done. Like all those things. I can see it. I can see it because it was me. I can see it because I didn't use to plan my content. I can see it because I would do content. I didn't know how it would do. I can see it because I was that woman. And so I can speak to that. Can you do that for your ideal client? Can you speak to her in your bio and then share the one way you serve her, that kind of step one in your feed? Now, this is just like very top level, but it's really funny. If I go back to when I started my business, I didn't even have Instagram. I only, well, there, there was only Facebook. I don't know, maybe Instagram existed. I just wasn't on it. This was like almost a decade ago. I cannot believe I like started this business a decade ago, but it was about a decade ago. And we used to use this app and spoiler alert, I actually still use it. I started using it again, but this app called Word Swag. And on all of our photos, we, I say we, I, but like people who are utilizing social media as a way to sell would add words. So like I'd add inspirational quotes or like, you know, really I did a lot of, we did a lot of inspirational quotes back then. It wasn't as much about like value, value, but on every single photo, there was like an inspirational quote, or I used to do workout circuits. So I'd write like what workout circuit it was on there. Then like Instagram became really big. And when Instagram first burst on the scene, it was totally like a photos app. And it was a photos app for people who like did beautiful photos, right? Like the photographers freaking like crushed Instagram in the beginning. And then like the influencers were like, oh, well, I better up my photography game. And so they started learning how to take the photos. And and it was a very visual feed, which did not include words. Like those photographers were like, no, 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 no. Like it was beautiful photos. You're not going to mess it up with words. And so social media started trending the other way where like nothing was to go on your photos. The photos themselves should just be beautiful. And if you had a great, beautiful aesthetic feed, people would follow you. Literally, if your feed looked good, right? And this is when like 
filters got really big because then you could have like the same like sepia tone on all of your photos and people would follow you for that. Like, thank goodness we've come as far as we have. I know it can be frustrating the changes, but like in general, like the fact that we're just not so surface value photos and now actually about the real value is really important. But now because of that, we're back to And this doesn't mean everyone has to do it, but it's a really, really easy way to share the value in your feed is putting words on your cover images or on your actual posts. And these words should tell people why they should click. And so these can be things like hooks, right? And this, I mean, this would be how I grew by over a hundred thousand followers in nine months and they would click, right? I could even, you know, the reason your account isn't growing from someone who's grown 100,000 followers in nine months. So it tells people the reason. Three B-roll ideas to create content in less than 60 seconds. They know why they click there. All of my recipes say the recipe. They know why to click into the images on my feed. So this one step doesn't seem like groundbreaking, but when you apply that with you have a micro niche, you know the value you provide, you know your avatar, you've optimized your bio, and then you literally have a feed that's like, here's how I serve you, here's how I serve you, here's how I serve you. That's what's going to grow your account. So the reason your account isn't growing is because it probably doesn't literally tell people why to follow you. Like You have to tell them and then show them every single day you're giving them value. There's so much out there We must tell them we can solve their problem and then show them how every single day. You're posting content daily anyway. Why not post content that converts? It's what changed my following, but also my life because everything got easier. More ideal clients coming to me, more people opting into email, more people buying through email marketing, which was allowing me to sell while I was present with my kids. This is the beauty in social media. So I know, you know, I talk to a lot of women who are really hesitant. I don't know about micro niching. I'm going to leave people out. And I'm like, but what, it, what is it going to hurt you? Because right now, if your account isn't growing, what does it hurt you to make the change? What does it hurt you to micro niche, to talk to your ideal client, to figure out your messaging, to get a bio that actually gets some clicking follow and to create a feed that reflects the bio? When you put that all together, you have an account that's going to grow. So I hope that was helpful. You know, it's really funny just looking back. We, this account has grown a lot, both of both the accounts. And I love that I get to be on this journey with you all and really sharing like kind of like live real feedback on what's working on Instagram. If you guys are interested in joining me on February 12th, I'm actually hosting a Insta growth bootcamp. And this bootcamp is five days and we're ending in like a webinar of like teaching. There's going to be a workbook associated with it. Like get in there with me and let's really dive in, right? These are like the overarching things you need to do. But if you're like, but how, like, how do I put this all into place? Or you still feel just really like foggy on it. Like we're diving in deep. So I will put the link in my bio, but if you just go to sevenstrong.com backslash Instagrowth bootcamp, you will see where you can opt in, grab all the info, the workbooks, the 
website, like all the info that that you need to join us on February 12th. And I cannot wait to just serve more of you. And to my favorite thing is to get messages from y'all being like, it's working. My account is growing. So thank you for allowing me to be a part of, of this journey. Happy Tuesday. Cheers to, to big businesses and even bigger dreams. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found tactical takeaways you can apply right away to your business. If so, it would mean the world to me if you'd subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review on iTunes. Now, let's go crush some goals together.